difficult, 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 where we explore being a difficult women. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was getting into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm Katie. I'm Marie. We're in a band called Reform Court. <laughs> we started this podcast. Yep. That's right. If you don't know who our band is, check it out. Look it up. It's listen pretty, to it. It's pretty neat. It's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. What's new? I'm like. I, can I say it? I'm sweating balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we yeah. what we do for you guys? We you turn off the AC. We, we turn it off so you don't have to hear this lulling hum sound in yeah. the back of our episodes. My vagina just melted off the couch. I, I don't know why I'm wearing jeans today. I'm definitely. I don't know why you're wearing jeans today. It's hot out. They're cute though, aren't they? They are very cute. But you look cute. Oh god, but it's hot. I'm sweating it's, through my dress. Yeah. Oh well. Have you ever seen like the the thermometer that you can use as a laser? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Near, <laughs> near. Why? I saw like a prank show once, and like they were going like laser. if I had if I had it, I'd be like, "Oop, yep, my crotches." You can like pinpoint how hot oh. something is. I mean, it's for cooking. I think that you can just oh. like, oh, the turkey's done, that's or that hoo ha is really hot. <laughs> wow. Oh God, I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, that's interesting. I see now what you're saying about yep. the answer. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, have you ever seen a pencil? It was also. <laughs> A death ray. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's where I thought we were going with that. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Just trying to figure out how hot my puss puss is. It's summer, you know. Yep. It's summer, y'all. Sure is. It's been hot all over the place. Ooh. Um. Speaking of hot. Yeah, girl. <laughs> this is the worst thing we have. <laughs> uh, we got another email. Yeah. We've been getting these emails. Thank you for sending them. Thank you. Uh, this one was a very important email. Yes. Because I don't know if you have listened to our witches podcast. Mm-hmm. Was, Episode seven. Okay, probably. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about right. Uh, it was very popular. We got a lot of feedback from that one. Um, and this, but this email is especially important because I made a mistake on that podcast, a pretty giant mistake, mm. and it's really important that we rectify it. So we got an email from our friends actually Yay! in Charleston who come see us, April and Amy. Hi, girls. Hi, we love you. Thank you for listening, and thank you for this email. Uh, and they say, "Hey, Katie and Marie, uh, we're driving home." to charleston from a weekend away in Asheville, and we're listening to your podcast and it's we're loving it it's so funny of course i mean thank you <laughs> thank so funny. uh but they say just to send a quick note about the witches episode we love that y'all are educating and entertaining folks however the correct word is actually cisgender which is pronounced like sister not cyber can't wait for the next episode. Your devoted lesbian Horios. Yay! Um, thank you for that. I, that is great. Do you know what I think it is? That and I, this is really bad of me, but I feel like I've uh, been corrected before, and I'm not retaining it, and that's mm. my bad. So I need to work on that for sure. Now yeah. I remember for sure because yeah. I was like, I felt so bad about that. But then I looked it up because I was kind of feeling like, oh man, I really fucked that one up. And I was like, do people? Is that just me, or like, are people making I'm sure that not. mistake? Yeah, uh, it's a pretty common mistake. Uh, but then. Being the nerd that I am, I was like, where is, where is this word coming from anyway? And apparently, it's of Latin roots, Ooh. and trans means of opposite, mm. you know, uh-huh. origins or whatever. And then cis, I, I just said sigh, cis, mm. and keep doing it, cis, that prefix is of the same. 
So they're oh. paralleled, right? So like you're born into the body, you feel that you align with the gender. Okay. And if you're in tr- the word trans is the opposite. Also in oh, the proper, yeah. Okay. The proper Latin pronunciation, according to one guy on Reddit. <laughs> oh, oh wow. How many <laughs> hours did you spend? <laughs> too, once you got long. that email. Too long. But the proper uh, Latin pronunciation is kiss. You oh. like pronounce the hard C, so it would be kiss gender. gender. But please don't say that because that would be wrong. Huh. People will call you out. So in in English, I was going to say in American, we say <laughs> cisgender. <laughs> Thank you for the email. Well, I have to say during that um, portion of the podcast when you were explaining what it was, I was like, I never heard this term before. I have no idea, and I felt so dumb. So. Thank you, April and Amy, for because yeah. I have heard of cisgender, and I know and I understand what that is. But so, this is good. This We've is great. Some energy, but also can be so confused now. We are clarifying. Also, clearly, you know, in the future, we're gonna mess up, and we really appreciate you guys. You, oh, you know, oh, everybody, please. send us emails. Love it, and we will correct ourselves. Love it, love it. Yeah, thank you. It's great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So now we're about to delve into a topic. Catch this. I missed it because uh, I'm so bad at sports. <laughs> <laughs> now, before you go running for the hills and be like, I don't care about sports. I don't know about sports. I, we, I, we've found some really, really interesting things. And there's a lot of really, really interesting stuff that will like apply to you. Yes. But first, yeah. did you play sports when you were a kid? Oh, boy, did I. Oh, yeah. Uh, I tried out for almost every sport imaginable in school uh i tried out for um soccer didn't make it basketball didn't make it uh uh softball whatever basketball i don't know all the sports didn't make cheerleading didn't make it um i was so bad at playing sports Mm. and then in high school i think the best sport of all i did get in Sex club. No, <laughs> no, no. Marching band. Oh, yes. yes. I was exercise. a in the color guard and I twirled that flag and rifle. And if you dropped it, you had to do push ups and okay. you had to run the fields. And like, I finally found my sport. That's actually a fun way to keep kids like, uh, you know, in good shape, but also yeah. nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I keep love them it. nerdy. I love but then also I did band. play, um, because I can't turn you down for this. I played five years of church basketball. Oh, great. And, God's uh, not allowed to say no. <laughs> nope. God can't say no. That's good though. Yeah. You were out there learning basketball and yeah. playing basketball. And team, teamwork. Yeah. That's it's all about really team. Great. Did you play sports? You know, I went to like a really small, uh, middle school. And so like, they were very happy if you wanted to play oh. anything. So I played softball and I played soccer. Oh, I was not hello. good at either of them. Did you have to try out? Or they were no. just like, anybody can. <laughs> no, anybody okay. could. So I was on those. Two. There were some very good players on our team. But now they just kind of put me on the side. It was fine. I would stress me out a lot, though. Yeah. I wasn't very good. So I was very stressed. And then in high school, I tried out for the JV soccer team. And I got on the team. But then... Um, I remember my music teacher, we were, you know, again, small school. So my music teacher was the soccer coach. <laughs> and at one point later on, like after June, freshman year, I was like, I'm not good enough at this. So I quit. And my senior, he was like, why'd you quit the soccer team? And I was like, do you remember how bad I was? And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that. But one thing I was really <laughs> good at as a kid, I remember I, this just came to me out of the blue was I was very fast when I was oh. little. Uh-huh. I was like the fastest kid in my school, like easy peasy, just blowing past people Whoa. for years. Whoa. And I was only uh, reminiscing about this because like in P.E., um, we would like play like flag football or something. 
and everybody knew I was the fastest one. So oh. they'd want me on the team, even though I was like this weird little kid. And I was like, oh, okay, I, don't know, I don't know how to play sports. But they'd be like, we want Katie. Oh, that's nice. Because they'd be like, P- pass me the ball. And just like a scene out of... Uh, Forrest Gump they'd be like run Katie run <laughs> and I'd be like oh. yeah and I would just run blow past oh, everybody oh man I used and to be I the last that, when they'd line us up for kickball yeah. and like oh I want Brittany I want Crystal I'd be the last nobody ever wanted me yeah I mean if it was basketball I was like yeah last. but if it was something where there was like if you could just give me something and run or track any kind of track yeah. thing I would I was really good and then I just didn't have a lot of interest in it so I didn't like keep doing it but two things two things that um <laughs> whenever I go home and I hang out with my old church friends they love to talk about me playing basketball <laughs> one time when i was playing basketball i lost my contact lens oh good <laughs> and i had to t- do the times he doubt and uh and then every the up- opposite team one of the teammates found it and it was like so great that like the opposite team found my contact nice. and i licked it and i put it right in my eye in front <laughs> okay. of everybody and like, oh. my parents still like to be like i can't believe you did that well, Rick, what and, was i gonna do Second thing was I had my first boyfriend. I was so excited about actually Matt. Well, maybe it wasn't my one of my boyfriends, Matthew Crosby, um, who I was just like, he's been on our podcast, but no, he's been on my other podcast in your mouth. Uh, but Matthew Crosby, uh, he, he finally came to see a basketball game of mine. And I was so nervous that, um, as I was dribbling, I tripped on it and sprained my ankle. Oh, good. <laughs> So, so we're not so really, sporty. yeah. Not, so I kind of feel a little sporty. anxious to talk about sports since I'm so bad at it. But you know what? I am a woman. <laughs> I'm not following, but that's okay. Uh, a woman fighting for equality, right? And there is a lot missing in professional sports, like equal pay, right? That's a big deal right now. They've been talking a lot about it with um, what was it the yeah the women's soccer right. uh, U.S. soccer team they the women's won. soccer team just won. Um, but then they filed a lawsuit against, yeah, so they filed a lawsuit. All 28 female players sued the U.S. Soccer Federation, their employer, um, in March, I guess, uh, alleging that they are paid less than the men um, and are provided with less support despite their consistent, outstanding performance. And so when the women won... Uh, the other day, the whole arena was chanting, equal pay. Equal pay. That's fucking cool. Equal pay. Who was it that was it Snoop Dogg that recently said something like the men's team sucks, pay the women the same oh, <laughs> or something? Yeah. Who said that? I don't. I don't know. I'm probably picking. But up the first thing. troll comment, which it's not a troll comment really, but on this YouTube video that I was watching about it, um, supply and demand. You need fans in large numbers to generate the income to pay female players more money. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But, you know, there's also a lot of, like, amazing women and a lot of amazing uh, feats that have happened in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, some stupid facts. Oh! Not stupid facts. They're not stupid. They're just no. some fun, some fun, fun fast facts, facts about women in yes. sports. In uh, 776 B.C. <laughs> oh, wow. You're going, <laughs> going way back. I didn't know you were going, going there. Going way back. Uh, you know, girls were not allowed at the first Olympics. But there was this thing called the Games of Hera, and it featured foot races for women. And that was held every four years also. Whoa. So that was kind of cool. And then um, <laughs> this one I liked. In 1567, Mary Queen of Scots, it, it was said that she was the first woman to play golf in Scotland. But then she scandalized the country when she played golf a few days after her husband was murdered. So, oh, well, I mean, you have to relieve the stress. Yeah, we know somebody who's in our office. That's not. We have an office. No, I meant like the president. (laughs) Oh, 
who like release stress, <laughs> he would make that argument too. Um, and then one more that's sort of fun and kind of on top. I don't know why I feel like this is on brand for us, but in 1875, Annie Oakley beats her future husband, champion marksman Frank Butler, at a shooting competition, and that's oh, that's, that's cool. the kind of like uh, fierce athletes yeah. that I like to think about. Yeah. Um, one woman that I would love to talk about for a minute. Yes. Many people already know lots about. There was a movie about her and all that stuff is Billie Jean King. Yeah. And the reason why I bring her up is that I was working an event. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast has become it's so like our cater slash. I'm catering. <laughs> um, but I was working an event and she was the special guest at the event. And oh, so right. she was speaking and oh my God, she's so inspiring. She's mm-hmm. so neat and wonderful. And she really brought up a lot of things that again, like I don't, you know. Tennis, that's cool. Like, I'm super glad that she existed. I did I like, play tennis when I was younger. Oh, I never played tennis. Yeah. But I'm sure it's hard. It looks hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I didn't so, really hit the ball much, yeah. but yes. But so she was, um, just had really great things to say about, like, mm. why sports are important for women mm. and girls and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and she had some great, uh, when I was, like, looking her up, the, the thing that really stood out to me about what she was really pushing for was aside from equal pay, Mm-hmm. Uh, she and she was able to sh- get equal pay going for all the tennis, the big tennis things, the big tennis ones. Uh, the U.S. Open became the first major tournament to offer equal prize money to both sexes, and now all four Grand Slams offer equal prize money to women and men. Wow, isn't that incredible? Because that is not the norm in sports, right? So she's she's really amazing. Um, so she talked about the you know the equal money. We know that she played Bobby Riggs. In right. the Battle of the Sexes tournament that right. she won. Right. So like that that's what she's known for, right? But this is what was really cool to me, what she was talking about in this thing that I was at. Uh she was talking about how she's very pro co ed sports. Mm. And how like, especially in tennis, there apparently is a mixed doubles event mm-hmm. and um where you have one man and one woman on each team and it just doesn't get any press or anything. So when people win that one, they don't make as much money. It's like not as desirable to, desirable to, to be in it. Mm-hmm. But there's, but for no particular reason, I think it would be really cool to watch something like that. Right. Um, and apparently they were like, well, how do you pick your partner? And they were like, you just go to somebody and say, do you want to play me <laughs> with me? And they, and they, someone was like, yeah, it's sort of like asking somebody to a dance. Like you're just like, do you, you don't usually have even know how they play. So it's such right. a bizarre setup right now. Right. But it's such a cool thing. Because why would it, you know, mixed doubles is totally doable in tennis. But then beyond that, she's pro the concept of co-ed sports, period. And I think part of, or at least that's what she was sort of saying. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that there's like, there's so many questions about like, can girls play on a team with boys? Mm. Fairly, equally. And there's like some obvious reasons why people think like size and things and, you know, strength. Mm -hmm. But I've been thinking a lot about it in terms of like basketball. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's these just amazing female basketball players, for example. Mm-hmm. And now, like, when basketball started, it was, like, these, like, normal-sized men, mostly mm-hmm. white guys, playing, and they were good, right? Mm-hmm. And then as the sport developed, people got bigger and bigger. They were, like, they're, you know, you almost can't be on an NBA team unless, unless you're, you're, like, seven yeah. feet tall. right? And that's, like... You know, that's not your average height for a person, Mm-mm. but those are the people that can play basketball, right? So you think like, well, a woman's never going to be seven feet tall, although there's a lot of really tall women in the the WNBA. Uh, but like there's other qualities that women have that they could use to their advantage. Mm-hmm. So there was something about how um, 
someone was saying that they were playing. Oh, I know what it was. I had a friend that was saying that they were playing some women and they were like, they, the women kept surprising them because mm. they would use like their wiles, sort of like their intelligence oh. and, and do a lot more like trick shots and things like that because they had to overcome their size, the size difference. Oh. And so like they really do have an advantage. It's just like a different kind of advantage. So part Ooh, that of this would be fun to watch. is right. But I think that part of this issue is that people say like, oh, well, you have to have the size and strength. Right. But mm-hmm. for different sports, it's different. Maybe like being like a quarterback in football, that might be harder to find a woman that could. Although, why not? Why not? Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I th- didn't I didn't look into this, but. You know, in high school, you would hear of like, oh, there's that high school that actually they are going to let a woman play football. Right. I felt like football was the one that because there's that part, there's that position in football where you just kick the ball through the goalpost when you have to do one of those shots. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's terrible. But that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you women... don't have to be so you don't get any. Con- there's no contact okay. for those women. Yeah. That's why they. But that's great. Like, yeah, why can't wonderful. a woman be an, a better kicker than a man? Right. Right. I mean, I've seen the Rockets. Right. <laughs> first, I was like, what? <laughs> but right, yes. They kick a lot. They kick hard. But I mean, so that there are, so first of all, there's the issue that there's positions within sports like that, like the kicker, mm-hmm. that could be easily a woman. Like, right. why not? Because mm-hmm. if we're worried about size and contact, right? But then in addition to that, like, what if there's um, a woman who is large and strong? Mm-hmm. And is maybe is as large and strong as you know as a, a man. Typical, a man. I mean, right. Who knows? Right. So the fact that it's not even we're not even allowed to try, right? You know. Um, well, behind sports, there's so much money, and like I feel like it, it's kind of like Hollywood. They don't want to take a chance on this because they know how to make money this way. So it's going to be just men here and just women here, and you know. Well, I think on top of that, there's like a real fear that like they'll break the women or something, right? You know, and I think on national some, television, sure. But I, and I think that like to some degree, like the, like I would not be good on an NBA team. No, nope. <laughs> I would not rec- recommend you put me on that team, right? But like there was a player on the NBA uh, named Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy. <laughs> I want to say Bowles, but I'm pretty sure it's Muggsy Bogues, <laughs> and he was real short. He was like a regular sized man. Uh huh. And if you've ever watched uh, Space Jam, he uh-huh. makes a little like appearance in there. And he's real short compared to everybody else. And he was one of the best players they had, period. Would he go between their legs? Yeah, and stuff? I mean, he was. Mm-hmm. He used his advantages of what they got, God gave him, right. you know? And, and people always say, like, if he had been seven feet tall, he would have maybe been better than Michael Jordan even. But he wasn't. So he was what he was. But he mm-hmm. was very, he did very, very, very well with the size and stature that he had. So it makes me go, okay, there's certainly women on the NBA that might be, you know, that could be like the same size as him at least. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's ways that they can outplay some of these NBA players. But so the point is, and <laughs> she made this point in the, at the, at the thing we were at, mm-hmm. was that if you don't even give people a chance to try, they can't even get better. Right. You know what I mean? So if you, if you're at least if you like put a lot and they do this a little bit, I think with basketball, but like they'll put like the WNBA against the NBA or something mm-hmm. just to like, not scrapple, but like whatever it is. It's like <laughs> they scrabble. They like they, they, they play, play each other. They play each yeah. other. Or they try to mix it up just for like practice. Mm-hmm. And that makes the women better. Mm. And think about anything right. in the world, any right. sport or whatever. Like you say, oh, it's you, can, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. A woman can't do this. A, a man can't do this. This is humanly impossible. You know, every sport, the, the bar has been raised little by little by little by little. And things that felt impossible 
10 years ago right. have already been blown past. These like things have been, you know, these limits have been blown through. So I just think that like there's something really compelling to me about this idea of um, co-ed trying to do some co-ed sports and it could be a different league maybe mm-hmm. to start out with. I mean, I'm just curious, you know, and there's so many people that are like, you're crazy. This could never happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but why? But why not? I would watch that. I don't watch sports much. Right. Uh, when I do, I eat too much because I'm more concerned about the food. Yeah. But I would totally tune into some more co-ed stuff. Right. Especially basketball. I love watching basketball. Yeah. And the um, and, and the, people always say, oh, the WNBA is so boring. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they're amazing. Yeah, right. And they say, oh, they don't dunk and they don't do the fancy things. But, but maybe, they, like, they have to play against people that are at, you know, right, a little harder. Right. Like, the that best actually challenge woman, and then, right. right the right. best woman Bring in the WNBA to, mm-hmm. needs to be playing against the men in the NBA so mm-hmm. that she can get better, you know? Ah. And that was the point that uh, Billie Jean King was sort of making. She's like, we don't even know what, what women are capable of. Mm. Side mm. note. She also had these like really <laughs> inspiring quotes just about being, you know, like advice for girls and advice for women. And she was saying, um, she and she, it's funny. I'm reading in this article I read. She said the same thing she said in the the live thing I saw. And she says, you know, they say, what do you want to tell women and girls? He says to keep believing in themselves. We we as women have been socialized. Uh, girls have been taught to be perfect, and boys have been taught to be brave. Don't let yourself think that you have to be perfect. And that you need mm. to be more brave. Women need mm. to be brave too. Um, and then she made this point about this. So this is like a grander point about like women in the world mm-hmm. that like, um, you know, you'll have a job offering and there'll be 10 things that you have to be able to accomplish to get the job. And you'll want to apply for the job. A woman will look at the list, Billy Jean King is saying, and uh, she'll see nine of those things and she can do them no problem. But then she'll see the 10th one and go, I can't. I can't do that. Like, I'm just not able to do that thing. So I won't apply. Uh, A man will look at that same list and be like, I can do five of those things. So like, I'm just going to apply. Right. Yeah. So she's saying like, we just have to, and it's the same bullshit all the time, you know, but it's like, we have to just encourage women to be more brave and like say, okay, let me try this thing. Right. And and she, and the idea of like not having to be perfect. Mm. She's like, you fail in sports Mm -hmm. all the time. You lose all the time. That's the point. But it's the losing that makes you better. So like, um, I just think that's so cool. Hmm. women have to stand up and remind themselves like, look, I have the potential. I can do this. That's what her. Let's do it ladies. Yeah. And if it's not sports for you, that's fine. But it's just like, you know, don't feel like you can't. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, I'm just wondering like, do you, you don't have a, what do you think about co-ed sports? Oh, I mean, I think that that'd be great. Can I take it to another level? Yes. As long as I get to go to mine. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) What's the next level? The next level is, uh, the, the, all the craziness that was surrounding that Olympic runner, the South African Olympic runner, her name is, uh, she's a South African Olympic gold medalist mm-hmm. named Castor Semenya. Semenya. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, she's like been banned from being in the Olympics now because they say she has too much testosterone in her body, which is all natural, which is all natural. Which is natural. Okay. And that if she wants to compete, they, she has <gasps> to take hormones that will, no, yeah. And the thing with her is, because I was like, people kept calling her transgender. And I was like, so is she transgender or what is happening? She's actually intersex. So that means that she um, she's lived her life as a woman, but her chromosomes are believed to be XY instead of XX. Oh. Like, oh, uh-huh. But um, when you t- look at her actual testosterone levels, so women have testosterone in them all the time. Right. Hers are a little bit higher than women, but they're still well below those of a man. Right. 
So then the next question is, if we're not going to have co-ed sports, right, and we still have women and men, who's allowed to be playing as a woman? And then transgender becomes a question, too. That is so unfair. It's really unfair. <laughs> but also where the, yeah, but the where? argument is that if you have people that are so supernaturally good in a way that's then an average woman doesn't really have a shot but my argument would be yeah that's like the nba these people are like giants right they're not right. average people either so why would you what she has is totally natural mm-hmm. so why would they yeah. then say change that right yeah so then my next question is if someone is transgender do you think that they should be able to play on a woman's sport team because they have a lot of these like attributes that are naturally male that you know the strength and stuff. Right. That is a very good question and I have thought a lot about that. I don't really know yeah. the answer to that. Um but wouldn't co-ed teams fix that problem? Yes, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And maybe that is where we're headed then. I don't think it's where we're headed, but I think it might be where we should be looking to more. Yeah. You, you certainly don't so see this a push for this some, idea at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask. There's like, there's no push for this I mean, whatsoever. there's a, there's a push in, in the sense that like Billie Jean, Jean King, King is talking, talking about it a little it. bit. Okay. People are definitely thinking about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly in like the children's teams, they're doing it like a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> right. why don't we look into this more, you know, as a concept? Mm-hmm. Well, I do, I mean, I do think that if a woman is a true warrior, an athlete and is, um, her, you know, physical skills are as good as the men's in a certain sport, then why not let them if play on, you know, they're not the same, they're not equal, but like people are good at different things. Right. Yeah. And you, you have to be able to rise to the occasion. I mean, maybe, yeah, I don't know. That's, it's just, it's blowing my mind right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's do That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would really, I would actually really like to watch that on the television. Of course. It'd be super interesting because everyone's going to bring something different to the table. Right. That's the same thing as having your CEOs be women, you know, and not having them play by the rules of the men, but playing by the rules of their own rules. Right. Right. I'm into it. Hmm. I'm pro it. Let's try it. I'm not going to play, but I'll watch. <laughs> let's let's start by watching mixed doubles. If we can make mixed doubles trending on Twitter, we can mixed doubles. Yeah. Then I mean, yeah. if, if there was interest in that, yeah, that might start. Um, yeah. the trend. Huh. Speaking of mixed doubles, yeah, tennis. I'm talking m- tennis too. More tennis. Yeah, love it. more tennis. That's our sport. Well, there's a lot of strong <laughs> tennis women. Well, I wanted to talk about um, Serena fucking Williams. Yeah, because. So, like I said, I'm not a sports goer. I was trying to remember the last sporting event I even went to, and I believe it was maybe seven years ago to a Yankees game, and it was awesome because I took the ferry up there <laughs> with some friends and had all the food, and then took the train back, threw up in a newspaper because I was too drunk on Budweiser. It was so <laughs> fun. That's my sports. <laughs> but um, last summer, I got a job working the U.S. Open here in New York. I was... Um, Oh, God, I'll never do it again. But I was a VIP attendant in one of those fancy suites. And so, therefore, I got to watch the U.S. Open the entire 10 days. Um, and so I, I fell in love. I mean, I've always loved Serena. But being able to watch her and then watch the fans and just I was totally uh, enchanted by her. Yeah. And it was just after, I guess, uh, she won her record-breaking 23 Grand Slam title at the Australian Open pregnant. <laughs> right. I so, like, people that. were, 
yeah, people did the math, like the fans did the math when she posted, and they were like, oh my God, she was pregnant during that time that she won. So then six months after she gave birth, she uh, played the French Open, which was like, everyone was like, whoa, so soon. And But then at the French Open, if you remember, this is why I like sports, is that her, so her costume, her athletic wear (laughs) are just, I mean, perfectly designed for her. Um, And she showed up at the French Open in that cat suit. Oh, and it was a full body black cat suit. And um, it's said to have, uh, I guess it was made before um, uh, Black Panther came out. But she said she loved it because it made her feel like a warrior princess. Yeah. And um, they banned it. Right. And she said that she was wearing it because especially during pregnancy, she she had they found uh, blood clots in her lungs. And then so they had built her this specific outfit to help with blood clots. And then the French Open said, you can't wear that. And she didn't make a stink about it. So she said, you know, basically they were like, you need to respect like where you are. So she couldn't wear that. Which is weird. Which what is, is really weird. Sure what is what that? that means. But okay. Yeah. And it's nothing. I mean, it's just a it's like leggings. It's like what you right. would wear, you know, in other sports. Sure downhill skiing or something yeah, i don't know for sure so anyway they, that was one strike of like that was like kind of the buzz that was happening while i was working the open of like hearing like oh she played you know a year ago when she was pregnant and then now she's you know she's back and um she's a mother now let's see like there was a lot of the high stakes were high mm-hmm. <laughs> for her and so Basically, she slowly, you know, I got to watch every single match. That's cool. And she just was whooping everybody. I mean, I mean, I got to, I got to watch her play Venus, her sister. Mm-hmm. She was so kind to her sister too, because you know, you, I heard uh, that she was going to whoop her, <laughs> her, her ass anyway, because she always does, and she did, but so gracefully. And then they hugged it out at the end. It was really, really sweet. I cried a little bit. That's it was nice. really nice. So then, the night that like all the stuff went down. So as the the actual championship. I don't know. Sure. For whatever. the belt. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. The, Open. Uh, the golden tennis belt. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but she was playing um, Naomi Osaka. And so this mm. woman is very, very um, young. I think that it was – Serena has been one of her idols ever since she was a little girl. Um, and so it was a big deal for her to be playing Serena too. But um, so – during the match, I'm watching right there, so excited, rooting for Serena because I'm totally, you know, I'm team, team Serena now after watching her this whole time. And then the first thing happens is that she's accused of cheating. Mm. And so apparently, like, the coach was side coaching from the stands. Oh. But... um Serena said that she that he was just like giving a thumbs up or something. Mm-hmm. So they rewatched and that he wasn't giving a thumbs oh, up or something. But I, I honestly, I mean, I was again, I was there. I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I really don't think that she believed that he was coaching. I think that like she was just so in her mind because like she gets in this place that is like a a real warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the umpire, um, Carlos Ramos. Uh, gave her three code violations, like bam, bam, bam. Mm. So the first one was when she was uh, accused of cheating. And so when we watched her be accused of cheating, she just like lost her mind because she was like, I, have n- I sir, have never cheated in right. my life. How dare you like accuse me of that? And of course, like to be accused of cheating and out of all, like all of her, you know, times of playing tennis and winning the Grand Slam, all that sort of stuff, and then to be there with the high stakes and then be accused of cheating. 
she just like lost her mind. And so she kind of was like, she kind of kept her cool, but like was really emotional about it to him and was pointing her finger at him and saying like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I've never cheated before that sort of thing. So then the second was, is that she threw her racket, which men, Tennis players do this all the time. Right. Okay. So she was penalized for that. And then the third was that she called him like a thief and, um, you would never do this to a man. You know this, you know better. And like, so then he, he penalized her for that. So this happened. She was actually fined $17,000 also and taken a point away because that he took the point away because of just all of this, whatever. I mean, I think that she, she it ruined the game for her, right. obviously. And right. that's why she lost. But um, it was like watching. So again, I don't go to sporting events. It was like I was back in watching like a gladiatorial type situation. Like we were back in ancient Greece because the energy in this arena, I swear to God, it was like there was so much booing and mm. so much like the tension, the, the energy in there was actually, I was actually like scared. Mm. I've never experienced that in a sporting event yeah that it was like so charged i feel like some anything could happen at any point like if somebody threw something there'd be like a riot there'd be like because everyone was so angry and obviously serena was super angry and then um naomi osaka was like talk about apologizing she was just constantly like i'm sorry i'm winning i'm sorry you know it's just like she didn't verbally say that but towards the end when um she was given her award the 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 u.s open trophy <laughs> she did apologize because people were booing and like but they they made it clear serena stopped and was like no we really you know she did say something about like no we really do need to like yeah. save I think her whatever i remember watching that footage and she the girl was crying yeah she was crying like, she not like wore the way her. you yeah. want to win anything it was yeah so it was just so sad so what's your takeaway from that well so um so my biggest thing that i took away from it and and again watching the whole 10 days and watching men act like that with no penalties men like you know um another female tennis player changed her shirt when she came back after a break uh her shirt was on backwards and she flipped it around and she was penalized for it whereas a man because you're not a man like uh changed shirts on the court too but didn't get penalized it was it was just so blaringly obvious about the double standards of sports right because throughout the whole week I've, i saw men throwing rackets and yelling and right. talking to the umpire like that but then a woman does it and so i just felt like it was incredibly sexist com- completely like the how blaringly obvious that like a woman gets penalized for this but a man wouldn't be right and it's funny that like a lot of those things you're talking about i mean the, well actually it's like the clothes thing clothes thing is such a weird thing with women anyway right right so right uh, billy jean king was saying the first thing that she had um that she faced like sexism in sports was when she was like 11 or something and she mm. was in her tennis group and they were taking a picture and she decided she wanted to wear little shorts for her oh, thing uh-huh. instead of the traditional um tennis skirt that she's supposed to wear and they wouldn't let her be in the picture because they were like, no, you have to wear a skirt. And she's like, I don't want to wear a skirt. I want to wear shorts. The boys can wear shorts. Like, why do I have to wear a skirt? And they were like, no, that's inappropriate. And then, like, took her around. It's like, I, what, why is it inappropriate? This, right. The length of the shirt and the skirt right. and the short is the same. Right. So shit like that is so weird. Right. That that could, your clothes could be a right. problem for a sport. It's like, 
what? It's hot. It's, it's really hot. hot. It's really freaking hot. Well, that's why I like Serena. She showed up in those tutus. Yeah. And then she would do I her twirls her. and stuff too. Oh, I love but her. But so I just want to read other tweets that other female tennis players were then saying um, after this was happening. Because I mean, everyone was in an uproar about it. And, you know, and Asaka, Naomi Asaka, she, she won. She definitely won. She's an incredible athlete also. And like, and, you know, and, you know, I had a debate with um, another friend of mine about this, about how Serena got too emotional. Like she, you know, she should, she ruined the game herself. And it's like, how, but if you were accused of cheating and you weren't cheating, wouldn't you lose your mind? Sure. For sure. And I, I heaven forbid a woman is emotional. Right. I, I would for sure. And I think that like the only argument I would say about like trying not to be emotional is just that any sports player needs right. to stay in the zone, of course, right. right? But then she just got so shook by that of accusation, course. and I don't blame her at all. And the thing about the coaching, too, um, so afterwards they did ask the coach, were you coaching? And he did say, yes, I was coaching, mm-hmm. but everybody does it. Right. And that was, and so then I was asking other people at the Open, like, does that really happen? They're like, oh, all the time. Nobody yeah ever gets penalized for that and the only reason why it's like a big deal is because that same umpire eight years prior gave um venus a penalty for side coaching or something like that racist or something right he just hates those women for some reason i don't know why um okay but uh if it was a women's if it was a men's match this wouldn't happen like this it just wouldn't and then um what are you reading just tweets oh this is victoria Azarenka. Hey, Victoria. <laughs> Another tennis player, oh. I believe. Um, so Billie Jean King, when this happened, she was there. I saw yeah. her there. Several things went wrong during the U.S. Open Women's Final today. Coaching on every point should be allowed in tennis. It isn't as a result a player was penalized for actions for, of her coach. That's also true. It's like the coach was the one doing it. It wasn't Serena right. doing it, right. but she was the one penalized. This should not happen. The second tweet, King said, when a woman is emotional, she's hysterical and she's penalized for it. When a man does the same, he's outspoken and there are no repercussions. Thank you, Serena Williams, for calling out this double standard. More more voices are needed to do the same. Right. I think that that is what this episode is about to me. Is right. Is that like, that we, that these kinds of sexist things permeate every aspect of our lives right. you know so even in sports where there's supposed to be sportsmanship and sportsmen and fairness and right. you know it, it it's not the same for women people no. are not treated the same no. and i think that one thing that's really cool about sports even though i wasn't a thing i participated in as much as i would i mean i wish right. i would better at it but it's just that you learn how to play in a team you right. learn how to uh use your strength as mm-hmm. a woman as opposed to just like your and your and your intelligence you have to be have a certain kind of an intelligence too to be good at sports um and to use those things in a powerful way and to be use your body in a right. way that's really powerful. Yeah. Another thing I really have been thinking about, if I have a daughter, mm-hmm. she's taking some sort of martial arts. Yeah. For sure. Because I think yes, that that's just I like, agree. just to like, and then she can do whatever sports she wants to do if she wants to do them or not. Mm-hmm. But just like at least do some martial arts stuff just to know that like, look, I can use my body. I don't need someone to protect me. I can right. protect myself. And I don't need somebody to like, you know, I can play baseball too if I want to, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, and if I have a son, Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach him to pass to the girls. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I have a little corrections. Uh, Venus was accused of cheating in 2016. I said eight years mm-hmm. ago, but it's so interesting. But it's, it's the, the same, same umpire. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same, the yeah. sisters. Yeah. 
Uh, also, can we just like give a <sighs> shout out to Venus Williams real quick? That like, yeah, yes. sure, I get it. Maybe you know, one sister's got to be better than the other. That's totally you know, you can't both be the best. But the fact that uh, Venus is still winning these, like getting to these championships, yes, she's getting she's there. It yes, too. she's doing great too. Oh my God, I think it's unbelievable. I mean, I think female athletes are on you know, and I have to give a little shout out to the biggest athlete that I am just in complete awe of is my aunt. Oh my yeah, aunt you're Lori. so awesome. Yeah, so my my aunt. She she uh, is a triathlete. She has she was on the U.S. triathlon team, um, and she you know she does those like crazy Ironman things, which is like a hundred miles swimming and a hundred miles yeah. riding bikes and hundred miles. I mean, and her body is and so her body awesome. is so amazing, so and, strong, and she's so positive about um, why she does it. Yeah, and and the women that she trained with every morning. Are, I've met them all. I went to the Boston Marathon this past year and, and watched her and, and cheered for her and her friends. It's so inspiring. And it's just really neat that you can have that con- that much control over your body and your mind and just how healthy that sort of stuff can make you. Yeah. I mean, you can really do whatever you want as long as you put your mind to it. You know, it's really, uh, someone it's asked beautiful. earlier. So one thing I do do sports wise is roller skating. And in another right. episode, someone had asked like, well, how did I get into roller skating? Mm-hmm. And it's a thing that like I felt comfortable with and whatever. It's different. You know, it's not like it's athletic for sure. Right. It's just a different kind of athleticism. But I just, it just makes me think that like coming into this a little bit older, mm-hmm. I think if anybody out there is like, oh man, I really would like to join some sort of a sports team. I, go for that, it. Go for it. I think, yeah. you know, I think sports teaches you way more than just like how to hit a ball. Right. You know, it teaches you about mental strength and physical strength and stuff like that. And just the people that you meet and that, you know, that uplift you too. I just, I really, I, you know, I, like I've said, I've go to spinning class and I do a strength training class and with the same ladies. And yes. I love that it's a group of women just getting, you know, getting our, our jam on. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling it. Get that jam getting on. Getting our jam on. Get your jam getting on. Getting rid of the jam that we ate that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Go sports. Yay. Go sports. <laughs> I was a little nervous talking so much about sports because I really, truly don't know much, except I can make an amazing seven-layer dip for the Super Bowl party. So let's start watching more sports and learn more about it. Yeah, that I think so, good. too. Yeah, let's forget this. I mean, I will be sports. watching the U.S. Open this year. I am a That's complete... Cool. I love tennis now. That's great. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah, so oh, watch good. that. That's great. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys uh, learned something. Yeah, I sure did. Co-ed yeah. sports. I'm for it now. Let's think about it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you like this episode... Or any episodes you've heard, mm-hmm. then tell your friends. Tell tell everybody. Got to get it out there. Watch. Have them watch. <laughs> Have them watch this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> please. Um, and if you don't like what we're talking about, please send us an email at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that we've empowered you and lifted you up and made you feel like one badass lady or man. See you next <laughs> Tuesday. Doodles. I admire your strength I think you are the best Your heart's so full of love And you look cute in that dress I think about you all day I do too, I confess Oh, I just got